Hey Junior Nation, now more than ever, exclusive, entertaining, and free content from the world of Dale Earnhardt Jr. is no further away than your fingertips. It's all thanks to Dale Jr.'s Dirty Mo Radio presented by Exalta. All eight Dirty Mo Radio podcasts are available on iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, and of course, DaleJr.com. So whether you're at home, at work, in the gym, on the run, or just hanging out, Dirty Mo Radio gives Junior Nation its newest and most versatile way yet to plug directly into the world of Earnhardt anytime, anywhere. This is Dale Jr., and you're listening to Dirty Mo Radio. We had some drama. <laughs> we did. At Brenda's pool party? At Brenda's no. pool party. No. There's, uh, of course. I'm gonna be the statistic that all of my insides are flip flops. That's, I mean, I always. I saw that like, on an always, episode of Grey's Anatomy. I'm no, that's not that. a thing. Yes, yeah, it, it is. It's JRM up front. Welcome to another episode of Junior Motorsports Upfront, presented by K1 Speed. I'm your host Justin Allgaier, and alongside me today is not our normal Jonathan Davis. He is still thrashing to try and get Chicago trucks ready. Uh, obviously, by the time the show airs, they'll already be in Chicago. Yep. But Cole Custer's going to Chicago with the goal of trying to win the race. They've been working extra hard this week. Not not really extra hard, I shouldn't say, but they're making sure that they have every detail covered of the number double zero Haas Automation Chevy. So, he with me today... He bailed on us like five minutes ago. He did bail on us like five minutes ago. But that's okay. Yep. Because, because, <laughs> my man... Because we're nimble and responsive and there's some people who rise to the occasion. Correct. My <laughs> man here, Tony Mayhoff. Director of Business Development. I don't know the director is the actual term. Uh, president. President, <laughs> of, business president of Business Development. Uh, he is in the studio with us. Uh, thank you for coming on on such short notice. Literally, like, Kelsey came up and said, hey, you're going to be on the show, and you came down and said yeah, yes. Yeah, no. Thanks for having me. That's so. that's what I do. That's what we do here at JRM. Everybody picks up a glove and plays. That's right. I, you have a you have a softball bat in your in your office just waiting. So yeah. my thinking bat. You're ready. It's, it's kind thinking of disturbing bat. sometimes. Mike Davis has his thinking golf club. I have my thinking bat. Megan has a football. Well, I need to get a thinking. You something. need a thinking. Yeah, you do. All right. <laughs> you you have a race car. Yeah, well, I <laughs> have a race car. Thinking car. Well, thinking. we want to thank Exalta for its continued support and urge you to head over to ExaltaRacing.com to check out photos and news of the number 88 Exalta Chevrolet. Obviously, if you haven't heard already, Jeff Gordon and Alex Bowman will be filling in for Dale for the remainder of the 2016, uh, 2016 season as Dale recovers from concussion-like symptoms, which obviously everybody here at Junior Motorsports really wants to see him back in a race car, but we also want to see him healthy and back in a race car whenever it's on his terms. So we know that 2017, we're excited about all winter and getting him back in the car. So visit, be sure to visit ExaltaRacing.com every week for all of the updated news and photos. Love uh, Exalta. We love Exalta here. They are a great amazing. partner of ours. Great partner at Dale's and the on the Cup side. Yep. Yeah, they're great partners. I mean, th- they're they're just great people. I mean, when you get to know the folks at Exalta, yep. um, they're just great people. I'm actually gonna go out and and be a part of their booth at SEMA later this later this fall, and I'm I'm super excited because they have pinstriping out there. Like they have pinstriping demonstrations, and last year <laughs> I I like was I, I love doing that kind of stuff. Yeah. And I was mesmerized by the stripers and actually one of them knew who I was and invited me over and had me like kinda help him out a little bit. I've heard that. Justin Allgaier is very big in the striping community. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah it's no. great. And <laughs> household name. Uh, so yeah. I, I I made plans to go out there again this year and so I think I even am gonna get like maybe a demo. Like oh. a little a little yeah. So that's gonna be really uh Tony, did you pay attention to Richmond? This past weekend, did, uh, did you of watch? Of course, okay. obviously. Did you watch the cup race as well? Uh, yeah. 
<laughs> I paid attention. I was up on, you know, I wasn't in front of the TV the whole time, but I followed on social media and kept up to speed with what was happening. All right, you got a, you got he's something choking you here. He's like, no, I, I just, I kept trying to look at you, and then, all right, go ahead. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I paid attention to it. Um, yeah, yeah. So you know, I feel like for all of us, you know, it, it's funny because I went into Richmond thinking that that was the end of the cutoff for the Xfinity Series chase. Like, I don't know why, but I, I've my mind has been made up, and I know that it's Chicago, uh, which is the the race we're at this weekend. But for whatever reason, I kept, I kept going back to Richmond was the cutoff for the Xfinity Series chase. And it is not. But so, so does that make you drive differently? No, it doesn't. Uh, I just, you know, I Blake Cook is a buddy of mine. Yeah, he's you know right at the edge. I mean, he's he's eleven the yeah. points. So you know, selfishly, I was hoping that it was over, would be over, so he would make it. Sure. You know, uh, at the end of the day, he's still got another race. He's got twenty three points, I think. So he's going to be in good shape. But we've got a lot of a lot of other guys down there that man, they're. The the one really cool thing is the Cup Series, obviously every year has come down to the end. It's always down to those last final few points. And I really thought the Xfinity Series would be different for some reason. Uh, I, I thought it would be a little bit more of a separation in between some guys there, and I thought it would be uh, a little bit farther apart. I really didn't know that it would come down to the final race like it is. But there's like five guys that are all within, you know, maybe 30 points of each other, which is which is pretty impressive. I mean, that's that says a lot about the Xfinity series and the depth of, of the series. So, you know, I'm looking forward to uh, to see how it ends in Chicago. I think I think my argument would be that in the Cup series, that field is much deeper. Like, there, there are certainly some surprises. Chris Buescher, awesome for him that he got in. Absolutely. I, I don't know that he's a threat to win it all. But I would say that anybody, if their cards fall right, they can be there at the end in, in Miami, right? Yeah. I would say that for the Xfinity series – I don't know that those guys who are getting in at the end are, again, anything can happen, but I don't know that they are as dangerous as the top six or so guys. What do you think about well, that? Well, I, I, I tend to agree with you, but it, it is a very interesting dynamic because, you know, the, the, the Sprint Cup Series drivers that come over and that have won races in the Xfinity Series, it creates a, a very unique situation for us with um, the way the points have played out, how many wins for the Xfinity Series drivers that that there are, um, you know, I think there's only there's only six wins total by Xfinity Series regulars. Right. Of the 25. 20, 25. Is it twenty five? Yeah. I was gonna say twenty three, but yeah, I was thinking it was 10, 10 post race, but or ten chase, but um, so I think the dynamic is a little bit different. You know, right. the Sprint Cup Series we had thirteen winners. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean that's that's amazing to me that you have 13 out of 16 are all winners. Yeah. You know, it used to be you'd think, oh, well, if you win, you're in. There's no questioning that. And now it's like, well, as we were getting down towards the end, I'm like, well, maybe. Maybe if you win, you're in. Maybe you, you could be the odd man out. I mean, how, how would you feel if you're Chris Buescher and literally you get all the way to the end, you've won a race, you're in, things are good, you, you battle your way into the top 30, and then, oh, by the way, 17 guys won races, and you're the first one out. Like, that would be terrible. And there were a lot of guys who ran up front who didn't win races. I think that that speaks to how deep the the Cup Series is getting. Guys like Chase, you know, who are right there. Our buddy Chase, Blaney, um, Austin Dillon's running a lot better this year. Those guys that are – those young guys are right there. Kyle Larson finally did win a race, but but I think that those guys who would normally get in on points run – 
you know, they're, they're going to win races. So next year it might not be surprising to see 16 different winners. No, absolutely. I think there's, I think there's legitimately 30 guys that could win every yeah. week in the Cup Series, and that's what makes the Sprint Cup Series so, so difficult. Not that the Xfinity Series isn't difficult. It's just it's just uh, a, a different field. It's a different, it's a different style of racing. You've got Cup guys that are coming in. You know, some of the really, really good cars in the series are, are occupied by Cup guys. So it, it, it changes the way that you race and who you race and how you race. Uh, every week. Now those guys in the Sprint Cup series, they're going for points because obviously they want to make the chase. Right. In the Xfinity series, when they come down, points really don't mean anything. They're not gaining any points, so they race differently. And and there's just a lot more dynamics that go into the Xfinity series chase, I think, than 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 the Cup series chase. So let me ask you this: heading into Richmond this week, knowing what happened the first time we were there, not the ending. We won't we won't make you talk right. about <laughs> that. But how well you ran there, and you were vying for the win that last restart. You know, you and Dale, we obviously won that race as an organization our organization always w runs well there we've won races and with with you being so strong in the spring did you have high expectations going into this race i did uh, at the same time you know you you look at how the race started and i felt like we were uh not a threat to 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 win but i felt like we were definitely a threat of somebody that that could put themselves in position at the end yep. of the race and there was a th there was some interesting tire strategies going on. We had to we had to go through some things with tire that that uh, we don't normally deal with, and you know so so there was a lot of a lot of variables to that race. And I and I think from from my standpoint, you know, at the beginning of the race, we were obviously a lot better um, comparative to the field than we were at the end of the race. We still came out of there with a solid top five finish. You know, life's good. You you can never be disappointed with top five. That's right. But at the at the same time, you always want to win races. And as close as we were in the spring to technically be leading when we crashed, yep. um, you know, to have Dale win, I felt like as an organization we were going to go back there and be even stronger. A and unfortunately, we just, you know, day to night. I, I don't know what the difference maker was. You know, obviously, uh, that's a couple of months ago that we were up there. So the whole field has had time to work on their packages and, and work on their cars and, and understand what it takes to go faster at some of these short tracks. So I think, from from my standpoint, you know, I think that that was something that was part of it. You know, we, we probably uh, felt like we were really good there in the spring, so we didn't necessarily work as hard on a place like Richmond as we would at a mile and a half, which is where right. we felt like at the spring we weren't as good. So, you know, everybody else kind of gained a little bit, and we stayed about the same. And the changing conditions and the change in tires, it just it just threw us off a little bit. But still, a, a a solid weekend. Two cars in the top top five, all three cars in the top ten. I mean, how can you how can you really complain about it? Obviously, like I said, you always want to be in victory lane, but how do you really complain? So true. Um, <laughs> so other than Richmond, uh, we we did have a pool party at Brenda's, which Jonathan was going to be here to talk about it because Jonathan invited me. He also invited. He also invited this one, <laughs> and she chose she chose to not come. Kells Bells and go hang out at the retirement home. I mean, uh, Saeed's turned into a retirement community on Saturday night, and it was very disturbing. Like, I don't know. karaoke. Like, have you ever been to Saeed's? No, I no. Not that I'll he's admitting it, on there. I'll leave it. I'll leave it on there. Not that he's admitting <laughs> on there. No, no I, I, ha I haven't. Okay. I've heard stories about Saeed's mm -hmm. that I just filed away true. in my little. I, yeah. They're all true. Whatever I will the say stories this. are, they're all true. They have beach volleyball at Saeed's. Okay. Yep. So, speaking of team earlier, yeah, I feel like we need a junior motorsports volleyball team. Uh, yeah, sign me up. Yeah, it's it's amazing. Like, 
it's so much fun watching. We went out there the other night and uh, and watched the the 46 Spring Cup Series team. Obviously, mm-hmm. I filled in for mm-hmm. them at, at Bristol earlier this year. Their whole team. They have two teams. Like they have two full teams. Their whole team plays, and they have legit jerseys. Like they look proper. It's it's pretty impressive. So Hudson texted me and was like, "Do you play volleyball?" And I was like, "No, my my sister does." And he's like, "Oh, we're uh, we're doing a team, and we need more players, so we need you to be on our team." And yeah. I was like, "I don't think that's a good idea." Hudson Bear, I love him. He's Hudsy awesome. Hudson is no, no, it's not. He's I'll come support you, but I'm not playing volleyball. Have you been out there to support him? No. Come on. I haven't. Yeah, it's actually really really I cool. I haven't. But she skipped out on us. We had a great time. My wife won left right center. Okay. She did really good on that. And uh, we had some drama. <laughs> we did. At Brenda's pool party? At Brenda's no. pool party. No. Uh, of course. Yeah. Hondo, my uh, <laughs> my underneath guy. He you're, under, you're underneath guy? Yeah, <laughs> underneath that's on the car, That's yeah. where the drama comes <laughs> from. <laughs> <laughs> no, my, uh, my, my suspension guy. How about that? We'll leave Every, it. Everybody's got an underneath guy, huh? <laughs> yeah. my, my suspension guy. He was ready to go and, and – uh, his lady friend, or no, excuse me, the other way around. His lady friend was ready to go, and he was not. <laughs> and I was pretty sure she was going to leave him there. It was it was pretty spectacular. I heard about that. Yeah, not a very good underneath guy, then, huh? <laughs> <laughs> it was it was pretty I did, awesome. I did hear about that. Yeah. No, at when Jonathan texted me, he's like, "We're at the pool," and he sent me. It was just a map, and it said Jonathan's location. And then I realized it was at Brenda's house, and um, I was like, "Sorry, I'm on the way to get my best friend from the airport." I've yeah. I've never yeah. been to one of Brenda's infamous pool parties. I haven't I, either. I've driven by Brenda's, but never stopped. Never, never <laughs> stopped. <laughs> never stopped. <laughs> the old wave. Well, <laughs> see you guys later. See you guys next time. It well, was it was actually a lot of fun. Her last pool party was when we were in Indy. Yeah. So Megan went because Megan didn't go to Indy, but we all couldn't go to Indy. Yeah, it happens. Yep, it happens. How about the fair? Did you go to the fair? What fair? Cabarrus County Fair. No. Did you go? No. Oh, come well, on. Well, Cabarrus County Fair is still going on. The Iredell Fair. Iredell Fair is en- ending or ended. Yeah. But the Cabarrus County Fair, I rode I rode rides. I never ride rides. <laughs> uh, so so we took our family to the beach, and we did, like, the little kid boardwalk carnival thing, and that was the, you know, the rickety old wooden roller, roller coaster. coaster. <laughs> right. And the, um, yeah, I saw you post a picture of your daughter. On the on the ride with the cars that go around, she was turning the wheel the wrong way. Like yeah. we had those. I put my I've got a three year old. Yeah, they're amazing. Put them in there and, and she hits the horn all the time. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's it's terrible. Um, I went on rides like big kid rides too. I went on the ones that went upside down. See, I did that. I did that fair last year, and it it scares me to death. It they can put the Ferris wheel up in like five minutes, and that sketches me out. There's got to be yeah. That's they they don't have good underneath guys. <laughs> no, that's no, what no, I'll no. say about no. carnivals. Yeah, no, <laughs> that just freaks me out watching it. Cause I mean, our high school back home was right across from the fairground, so you could like when you're walking to class, you can watch it, and the Ferris wheel would go up in the middle of a break <laughs> in between classes, and it was like six minutes. Yeah, you, so I took my kid to this to this. Uh, carnival or whatever you want to call it the beach and my wife wouldn't let me take him on any rides that had any type of elevation so he can only go on rides that went like around in a circle or a little train <laughs> or whatever um and she was like google people who died at carnivals because <laughs> apparently oh, really? it's a it's yeah a they can't be safe okay, so they're, the not, safe no, they're not safe and they're usually like county fairs right yeah because the the effort gets put into like the state fairs, but the county fairs <laughs> don't necessarily get as much. Welcome to where I yeah. came from. <laughs> yeah, so, needless to say, I don't, I don't 
Google stuff like that because then I <laughs> then I would never. You wouldn't. I mean, if I Googled everything, it's like WebMD, right? There's if you if you have a symptom, if you have a bug bite, it tells you you need to seek immediate, um, yeah. you know, assistance. When I had like kidney stones when in Talladega, I was Googling it, and I, like, went into oh the infield care center, and I was like, my appendix is bursting. And the guy's like, your appendix isn't bursting. And I'm like, no, I'm telling you, Google told me my <laughs> appendix is, a burst, is bursting right now. And he's like, you're on the wrong side of your body, so <laughs> it can't be your appendix. Well, you know, at least at least now you know where your stuff is at inside. Yeah, now I know where the appendix is. I'm going to be the statistic that all of my insides are flip-flopped. That's I mean I always I saw that like on an episode of Grey's Anatomy. I'm no, that's not that. a thing. Yes, yeah, it is. People, there's some people where like their heart is on the right. Yeah, and their, you know, their stomachs like everything's everything's backwards. What? Yeah. It was on an episode of Grey's Anatomy. They tried get. They were like, we don't have a pulse. Like oh, we have well no pulse, and her all of her organs no, and everything true, were then. flipped over. Yeah, it's, it's on totally Grey's Anatomy. It's totally true. It's on Grey's Anatomy. Yeah. All right. As we digress, one of the things that we do have to mention here at JRM up front. So. We've been pretty critical of yeah. John Hunter Nemechek here at Junior Motorsports. Obvious for obvious reasons. For obvious reasons. Uh, the crash in Canada was not the greatest thing. However, we know that our fans, Junior Nation fans, all of our Junior Motorsports, Junior Motorsports fans are very passionate. However, passionate fan base. We which need we to appreciate. We, need, we, need, we do appreciate that. We need to tone it back a little bit towards John Hunter, um, and the reason why, <laughs> the reason why is because the threats have gone a little bit further than your normal. You suck and things like that. Uh, they've actually gotten death threats, which is not cool. No. So we never, ever, ever want uh, our opinions or our thoughts or our passion for this sport to go that far. So please, please, please keep it. Yeah, I, just e relax, PG everyone. <laughs> yeah. Just relax. It, it's We get it, and we appreciate your passion. That's ridiculous. Everybody calm down. Too well, far. I mean, I feel like there's a limit. Right, just yeah. like just like there was that's a limit on the crash. That's it. <laughs> John <laughs> Hunter went over the limit. limit. <laughs> John Hunter went over the limit, but two wrongs don't make a right. And let's two rights um, made an airplane. <laughs> okay, I got to remember that because that's, <laughs> that's actually pretty good. good. I like that a lot. Two wrongs don't make a right, but two rights made an airplane. Um, All right. And so here, here at Junior <laughs> Motorsports, <laughs> morals and knowledge. Stop being so mean and and open a book about flying. Yeah. <laughs> Read about the Wright brothers. Holy mackerel, people! Yeah, it's uh, it's something special. That's for sure. Passionate racing. So, so let's talk about the Cup chase first, and then I want to talk to you about going into um, Chicago and our chase in the Xfinity series. But so, give me your give me give me your overview, your overall thoughts of this, what this Cup chase looks like. Well, I, I think so. Let me let me go ahead and first of all, um, give you the chase drivers that that are in. Yep. So we got Kyle Busch, Brad Keselowski, Denny Hamlin, Kevin Harvick. Carl Edwards, Martin Truex Jr., Matt Kenseth, uh, Jimmy Johnson, Joey Logano, Kyle Larson, Tony Stewart, Kurt Busch, Chris Buescher, Chase Austin, or <laughs> Chase Elliott, Austin Dillon, and Jamie McMurray. That's a great field of cars. I mean, I don't know how you, I like. I don't know how you pick who wins out of that category. I I can pick. Okay, who's your who's your pick? <coughs> so. Uh, I'll let you pick first because you're the <laughs> racer. No, no, you, this isn't daring assumptions. We have daring assumptions later. Okay. Just go ahead and pick. Who do you think? Man, I, I maybe I'm, I'm drinking too much of the Dale Jr. Kool-Aid, but I, I completely buy into the notion that teams, um, that the sport is cyclical, right? And, and just like when Brad won his championship, Hendrick was just beating everyone's tail throughout the year, and Penske 
caught on something and they and they took it and they they refined it and they and made Brad they made it better and Brad rolled rolled to a championship, right? Yep. I think that that happened same uh, last year, I believe, right? Chevys we were running really well and then Toyotas they figured it out. So Toyotas got something and they're very very strong and any one of them can win the championship. But I don't want to count out Jimmy and Chase and I think that Chase is on an unbelievable run and he has momentum and he. I think he's a little bit too hard on himself sometimes. I agree. But I think he's right there. And you said earlier, it, you put yourself in a position to win and a position to be there at the end. I think that he's been doing that so often that things are going to start falling his way. So the easy pick is one of those five Toyotas, but I wouldn't be surprised. And I, I understand that this is a homer pick to say that <laughs> someone like um, Jimmy or Chase can win. I'd love to pick Chase and Harvick's always right there. You know, I. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna add two two things to your deal here. So number one, uh, I think, you know, no offense to Chase at all in, in this comment, but yep. I don't think anybody thought that Chase would carry the banner for Hendrick Motorsports like he has I agree, this year. Yeah, absolutely. And he has done a rock solid job and probably honestly helped them get out of the slump. You know, they even though they've they've not been as good as they normally are. I guess that's probably the right word. I mean, we can't say they're running bad by any means. They're just not as dominant as they have been in the past couple years. So, you know, for us, uh, looking at it from the outside, you go, man, what's wrong with Hendrick Motorsports? Well, nothing. They just, they're just not dominating like we expect them to. Um, the other part of that, though, is, uh, you know, I think that either one of those two guys have a have a great shot of doing it. But I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go with another junior motorsports driver and, and teammate here. I'm gonna go with Kevin Harvick. You you mentioned okay. him. Uh, the way they ran at Darlington, the way they ran at Richmond, you know, I just I feel like Kevin is a guy that, you know, I I just think he's gonna get it. I think I, I agree with you. I think the Toyotas have been on on top. They've been pushing really hard. Um, I just think that all good things have to come to an end at some point. And I think when, as we get into this chase, you know, they've proven their vulnerability. They 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 have bad races. When they're on, they're on, and it's unbelievable. That's right. But I when they're bad, it, it it just it's like they fall apart. You yep. know, they're they're really bad. And and it's nothing it's nothing personal to any of those guys. I mean, those guys work their tails off just the same as all of our Chevrolet teams and the same as the Ford teams. I mean, it's 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 you know, everybody works equally as hard. Uh, but I just think the 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 Hendrick cars and and uh, the four of Kevin Harvick, the consistency there is what it's going to take to win the race. Now, that all being said, Kyle Larson. After the win in Michigan, I feel like his his just tripled his speed. You know, like yeah. he's gone from being really good at some places and okay everywhere else to really good everywhere. So I'm not going to count Kyle Larson out. Does that take a weight off your shoulders? Do you think that, that he wanted that first win so bad that he pressed a little bit and now that's given him some confidence and allowed him to settle down? Do you, do you think it's made him more comfortable maybe and, and that's part of it? Well, let's be honest. I mean – I think Chase, uh, Kyle, Austin Dillon, uh, Ryan Blaney, you know, all these guys are in the same boat. They came into the sport, and everybody's answer is they're going to win five races their first year, their rookie season. Right. Well, that didn't happen, and it and it shouldn't happen, and it probably never will happen. Unrealistic expectations. Right. Yeah. And so the problem is, is that as a driver, it is very easy to put yourself into everybody else's unrealistic expectations. So, you know, I think from my standpoint – Kyle finally got that win. He backed it down a little bit. I mean, think about all the races that he led or was coming to lead the race and clipped the wall or right. something stupid happens or, you know, has a bad restart. Chase is the same way. Look at Michigan, two races in a row. 
you know, so excited, so amped up, leading the race, fastest car on the racetrack, makes a mistake, very, very hard on himself, but for no reason. I mean, those are those are rookie mistakes, but guess what? There's a reason why you have a yellow rookie stripe on your back bumper. It's because you're a rookie. You're allowed to make a few rookie mistakes, right? I think the problem, though, is is that guys that get brought into the sport at a very high profile, like Chase, like Kyle, it's so hard, and the pressure that those guys get put under. You know, I was very lucky. I came in with no expectation. <laughs> I mean, really, nobody <laughs> had any expectation of yeah. where things were going to go. And there were some days where that was great. There were other days where I'm like, man, I just wish somebody would want me to do better, and it would make me, you know, put more pressure on myself to push myself into 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 winning races or not winning races, but running better. Yeah, there's so. a balance between uh, rising to the occasion and crippling pressure, right? Correct. So, so certainly you don't want to be – I agree with you that those guys have these unrealistic expectations. You don't want no expectations, right, because then you can kind of just slide under the radar and you, you – but I, I think – I'm of the opinion that you guys are athletes, and I think that good athletes um, motivate themselves internally. You yeah. Know, so I agree with you, and I think maybe you know Chase being down on himself. I mean, look, Chase has been successful at every level of racing he's ever done. He's always been hard on himself, so maybe that's his way yeah. of pushing himself forward. There's other drivers that have other other ways of doing it. So I think I think from that standpoint, you know, I, I'm not worried about Chase. I'm not worried about Chase winning races. I'm not worried about Chase winning championships because I think as time goes on, we're going to see plenty of Chase in the chase, winning the chase. Yep. Yeah. You know, so um, I think that's that's something that I'm not – I'm personally not worried about. So um, what about the Xfinity Series chase? So as we mentioned earlier, uh, the chase ends at Chicago. So this next race will be our cap off. This is where – Chicago's the cutoff, yeah. Th this is our cup, Richmond. Yep. And it's it's coming down to the end. So right now, uh, Eric Jones, Elliot Sadler, Daniel Suarez, myself, Ty Dillon, Brendan Gaughan, Brendan Poole, Brandon Jones, Bubba Wallace, Ryan Reed uh, are all locked in. Now, that was only uh, 10. So 11 to 12 at Blake Cook and Ryan Sieg. So there's 23 points for Blake Cook, uh, 20 points for Ryan Sieg. You got Dakota Armstrong in 13th. Speaking of which, he will be also driving the same car that I'll be driving this weekend. We're... Uh, both driving the Let's Talk Food. Uh, I'm driving a, a, the number seven Chevrolet. He's driving the number 28. So really cool initiative between Brant, uh, Professional Agriculture, my sponsor, and Winfield, uh, which is his sponsor. So that's a pretty cool side cool note on that. Cool connection, yep. Mm -hmm. uh, so he's 13 the points. Uh, Jeremy Clements is 14th, and Ross Chastain is 15th. All of those guys are really, really close to each other. I mean, it's it's – it's going to be really tight coming down into this last race, and nobody can afford to have a bad race. So, right. um, do you see that changing, or do you think we go in? I think we go in how we are currently. Yeah, I agree. Uh, only, only because there's a bigger points break from Ryan Teague to Dakota Armstrong than there is from Dakota in 13th to Ross in, in 15th. You know, it's just the law of averages says that that it's going to be very difficult for those guys to pick up that many points. But you know, I've seen crazier things happen. There's still 40 cars. You know, and at the end of the yep. day, who's to say that you leave the end of pit road for for warm up laps and your, you know, oil pump belt falls off and the motor blows up? Yeah. You know, I've seen it happen. Not that not that you want it to, but you know, sometimes you talked about pressure. You know, sometimes these teams was as they get to chase time, they're frantic. They're 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 yep. putting every effort in, and it's easy to make mistakes when you're when your adrenaline's pumping and you're on that edge. So um, that one's going to be interesting. The other one. 
is the Camping World Truck Series so, in Chicago. So let's uh, – oh. uh, you guys can – I won't be here next week, so I want to talk about can, – can we talk about um, Xfinity favorites? Yeah. So Who's your favorite? <laughs> well, so I don't know that I want to be a homer, but, but I liked what you said just about pressure. I think that there's teams that pressure makes them frantic, right? I think that there are teams that pressure drives them and makes them better. I think Junior Motorsports mm -hmm. is one of those teams. I think we've seen Gibbs be one of those teams. I think that I would even put Ty Dillon in that. Yep. I, I think I, I, I won't say I won't pick a winner because obviously I, I would pick you or Elliot. Um, he's going to have hard. He's yeah. going to have a hard time at Daring Assumption. Yeah. Uh, uh, OK. Um, <laughs> if, that, if that's the path I, I must take, I, I will. But uh, for now, I'll say that I think that it's a five man race. I think it's I think it's our, our JRM guys. I think it's the two Gibbs cars, and I think it's Ty. Yeah. Um, which is which is going to be crazy getting into Homestead. So, so, so you've only I, yes, got four I cars think, to go to Homestead. I think that Phoenix is going to be – now you said anything can happen. There could be a parts failure. But I see, I see those five, you and those other four guys, racing for four spots in Phoenix. I think I, – I th and I think that – serves us well because I, I think I that love you that place and, yeah yeah you and Elliot run really well there our stuff's really good there so and, and, and you got one of the nice things about this chase is for these younger guys Suarez and Jones and even Ty to a certain extent you and Elliot are, are veterans I think that again talking about pressure I love you guys in that position now we've got to work hard to get into that position and make sure that we're there in Phoenix but I I'd rather have you and Elliot than anybody else in that field if it comes down to making sure we put our cars in a position to make it to Miami. Agreed 100%. I, I couldn't agree more. And actually, if you look at the guys that I've circled on my list of guys that we need to pay attention to and watch and, and kind of judge ourselves off of every weekend, it's those it's those four other, yeah. four other competitors. And the one good thing is, is that, you know, I feel like personally we've got two in. Gibbs has two in. Mm -hmm. You know, that's going to help us tremendously. The longer we can keep two in, the better. Um, you know, RCR has got three in right now. That is an advantage. I don't know how I don't know how well they work together. You know, I, d I don't know their inner workings as, as far as RCR. In the past, they've shown that they've worked well together, but but Ty has definitely been the best of their of their organization, uh, other than the two car, which which obviously is a rotation of their of their sprint cup guys. But but Ty has definitely been the best of their organization. So, you know, I'm I'm not. Um, I'm not going to say that, that there isn't other people on the list that scare me. I mean, Brennan's got races that he's ran really well at. Bubba's got races that he runs really well at. Uh, we just talked about the RCR camp. Um, you know, Ryan Reed, Blake Cook, Ryan Sieg. I mean, all guys that, that have had really good races. Um, the key is is that I would say that they haven't been the average good races. They've been, you know, th they'll hit one, and then they might have a few that are okay, and then they hit another one. So they're going to have to fire on all eight cylinders. But if they do that, I mean, you can't – at the point you get to the chase, you cannot discount any name on that list. Like, you're going to have to go into every week and say, okay, I have to beat uh, 11 other guys every week. Just nuts and bolts of it. And you have to put seven races together. And I think that's what puts – gives us an advantage in those – you know, the five guys that I mentioned. Y y you're right. You can't have one good race. And there may be a track in there that, that Brendan runs good on or – or bubble runs well on, but uh, y you have to put seven. You're gonna have to put six together to be there in Miami. Yep. And I think that that's what puts our veteran guys and and the Jerem Chevys uh, as the leaders. Yeah. The favorites going into this thing. Kels, Favorite. Kells. Kells. 
All right, let's transition to the Camden Wheel Truck Series now. Let's talk trucks. So Truck. our let's talk trucks. Our <laughs> 2017 teammate Wayne Byron. Yep, is the points leader with the most wins. Um, he's my favorite to win the the, the truck series chase. Um, but there's still a lot of other guys in here that are really competitive. So you got William Byron, Matt Crafton, John Hunter Nemechek, Johnny Sauter, Ben Kennedy, Christopher Bell, Daniel Hemrick, and Timothy Peters are currently in the chase. Now, if Cole can win this weekend going into Chicago, our teammate here, Cole Custer, if he can win, he's in. We all know the heartbreak that he and had. And he can. And he can. And absolutely. he can. We all know the heartbreak that he had in Canada. That's the part that's, that's so disappointing is yeah. he would have been in. I mean, he's literally – a hundred yards from being in the chase can see it. And so I think that we all understand the emotion. Yeah. Post race. But everybody relax. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> Just relax. Just relax. <laughs> um, you know, uh, even though William's my favorite, man, I look at Crafton and I go, okay, uh, the I, experience yeah. and the knowledge. And He's the been there forever. He knows yeah. how to it's the same thing. Veteran guy. He's been there forever. He knows what he knows how to Timothy do it. Peters. Uh, yeah, I, I'd love to see. Of course, I want to see a, a Silverado um, in victory lane in Miami. But I agree with you. I love our. I love our. Uh, again, I'm not on. I'm not on the the show much, so I don't get to. I haven't gotten to talk about uh, William. I'm so pumped to have him next year. That's yeah. that's a huge deal for us. We're really excited to have him and and for him to be able to work with guys like you and Elliot. And yeah, I, I think it's man for a kid a first time first year a rookie to to be the favorite uh, that's awesome he's a talented kid man yeah i i agree in, in his career path is nothing short of amazing so yeah i'm gonna help him with whatever i can help him with on the the the, the competition side but i'm also gonna bend his ear a little bit on the uh the i racing side I've yeah i've tj and i have talked a lot tj majors my spotter dale spotter um does a lot of i racing and so i've bent his ear quite a bit uh but i'm gonna i'm gonna go a little deeper with with William and find out how to apply it differently because it, it, it there's a difference between using simulation as a game versus using it as uh, a learning a tool, learning tool. Yeah. and and I think for me I've always been stuck with I love it I'm I love doing it and I love having it as a game um, and and visually I I definitely see an advantage but at the same time uh, William has done an amazing job of understanding how to turn that into real life success so. Even though I'm going to help him as much as I can, I'm also going to be asking the the rookie for a little bit of help. So, yeah. William, if you if you do listen to our show, I'll be. Uh, so that's am I allowed to make my pick now, or is that is that for later? My for actual, what? For my actual pick for trucks. Yeah, go ahead. I I, I uh, like I said, I'd love to see a a bow tie win it, but I gotta go with our boy William and one of them there one of them there Japanese <laughs> machines. Yes, I agree with you. Commercial. Carrie Earnhardt here. Tune in this Friday to Earnhardt Outdoors as Hank Parker Jr. and I cover everything from the great outdoors to the activities that strengthen the bonds of families and friendships. That's Earnhardt Outdoors right here on Dirty Mo Radio. Um. Okay. That leads us into fantasy football. I got nothing to say to you. Why? <laughs> no, I, I don't. That's something that's a, a personal private thing to us. I don't. You aren't part of it. I, I am not part of it. I oh, wasn't that's cool enough. Is that what you wanted to talk I about? I wasn't cool enough to be invited into <laughs> uh, um, really any of the fantasy football. The only reason that I even knew that Junior Motorsports had fantasy football was because Miss Kelsey over here <laughs> posted that there was wine, beer, and, and soda. And pizza. And pizza at, their, um, at their, their, their draft party. And I'm like, man. 
This is crazy. We didn't have wine at ours. I mean, it sounds like no, you but guys you got a focus. like you got like a pallet of Oscar Blues beer and had that delivered to your I draft mean, party. So. I, it, it wasn't because <laughs> we wanted to. We were just trying to support a sponsor. Yeah, oh, I'm yeah, sure that's yeah. exactly. There was beer in every. And we did. We really supported, you them, supported them that night. Them. And and let me tell you, folks, <laughs> you should support them too. It's <laughs> their product is. The finest, so what's the your, finest what's your beverage in the land. What's your what's your what's your beer right now? Uh, I'm not even slightly embarrassed to say this because I'm a grown man, and and say something to me if you think I'm not. It's passion fruit pinner. Yes, I'm a grown man and I drink passion fruit pinner. It's amazing. It's it's um, you know, I had a, a talk with our boy Lou Romano, who, yes, who runs sales for is an for awesome guy, awesome dude. Him and I had a long conversation about, you know, I, I never, since I've been drinking beer since the uh, late 80s and <laughs> when I was in my, you know, eight, ni eight, eight nine, ten years old, I always drank the, the like, eight, Rolling nine, Rock, ten. stuff like that. I never was really into craft beers and IPAs and stuff. And so y you start, Dale's Pale Ale is kind of their signature brand. And the first time I had it, I was like, eh, I don't, I don't know. But then we, you go through their whole portfolio and you drink some of their lighter stuff and it actually changes your palate, right? So now I can go back and drink a Dale's Pale Ale and really appreciate it. But the stuff I still get hung up on is, um, this sounds like an infomercial for Oscar <laughs> Blues. That's, that's fine. But like great. All their lighter stuff, their pinner, um, their pinner, their uh, Mama's Yellow Pills, and they've got a new one, Beerito. Very low alcohol content, so you can drink all 20 of them if you want. <laughs> I, I, I wouldn't. Well, if you do this, drink responsibly. Have somebody yeah. else to drive you around. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Uber somewhere if you need to. So, yeah, that was – I mean, it wasn't – it makes it sound like it was fun. It wasn't. Fantasy football, though. You're not missing anything. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I, get um, an, I get an injury notification, like, every 30 minutes on my phone. I feel like week one, a lot of my players got hurt, and I'm not happy about it. That's because you didn't get to pick your picks that our boy Ryan Patton, <laughs> that's been on the show before, gave you – so so she enlisted help from from uh, our pick remember Ryan Patton. Yep. And then everybody that she had on her list got picked. Somebody else picked. Yeah. So I got two from his list of like I I'd asked him like what is fantasy football? How did does this work? Like who should I pick? Did he just give you a How list many? of players well, and he's you didn't like, know when you were supposed to take them? Well, no, he's like do you need help picking them or like do you just want suggestions? And I was like, well, if you don't tell me actual names, I'm going to pick them based off what they look like in their uniform. Oh, God. And Very spectacular way of picking. Yeah, that's, no. that's what I was going to be. Me too. That's what I do. That's what I figured. Yeah. And so he sent me a list, and he broke it down, like quarterback, running back, wide receiver, kicker, tight end, defense. She, but she thought tight end was a, a look, not a position. Was an underneath yeah, guy. Yeah, I thought it was an underneath <laughs> guy. Then I was like, what the heck is this? Oh, and no. Yeah, so I texted him today, and I Should said. Should you pick an underneath guy in the first round? Well, fantasy one-on-one. I got a quarterback that he suggested, and Which then I was? got Russell Wilson. Okay. But then I got an injury notification, and he didn't get as many points as he was projected yeah, to. Yeah, real But hurt. I, got a, I have a backup. He got hurt. I have hurt a, bad. I have a bench quarterback, too. Oh, a bench quarterback. I have a quarterback that's on the bench over oh, yeah, here yeah, yeah. that I'm saving. No, that's important. But he got way more points than he was even supposed to get, and I texted. So so what you're describing is you doing fantasy football wrong. Yes, 100%. Okay, okay. I'm not doing it correctly. No, she does it the way that the average <laughs> American does it. Yeah. It's just that that's just not how you're supposed to do it. No. no. I just so asked if it was too early to even switch quarterbacks. They didn't perform the first week. They're out. So I'm just going to throw this out there. Uh, Monday Night Football this week. 
was the Steelers Raven or Steelers yep. Redskins. Yep. Uh, yeah. Dale's a big Redskins fan. Um, I, however, am a big Steelers fan. <laughs> My boys on on the, the the black and gold did a really good job. It was a great game. Now Tony's over here. He's scoffing at me because <laughs> I wouldn't call that a scoff. You scoffed. Uh, Tony is from Pennsylvania. I am. But you're not a Steelers fan. No, I'm a Birds fan. Fly Eagles fly. Get on the get on the Wench train. Get on it. <laughs> you and Kristen. Get on the Wench train. Because <laughs> Kristen didn't like the Steelers either, and she was like, "You can't get on. You can't walk down this hallway in that shirt." <laughs> yeah, she said I couldn't even get close to her. So um, and dramatic. then I, so so I, what I will say is this: <laughs> in the shop, I got more crap for my shirt. I had a Steelers shirt on on Monday. I got what more are these crap. people? Panthers fans? Everybody here was a Bengals fan, and I'm like, "What? what? Where'd that come from?" I don't know. I don't know. So, so I a lot of Bengals fans, uh, a few Redskins fans, uh, a lot of a lot of Bengals fans, a couple couple Panthers fans gave me crap. Uh, I actually had a Bears fan, <laughs> and they're like, "Man, you're from Illinois. Why don't you like the Bears?" And I'm like, "Well, I'm from Illinois. I'm not from Chicago. Like, True. like we all look at Chicago <laughs> as another state, just because yeah. it's. I live in Central Illinois." They don't associate with us as being part. Like, if you say, oh, I'm from Illinois, people are like, oh, you're from Chicago. No, I'm from no, actual Illinois. No, big, big state. Yeah, there. I'm from big the state, state capital state. Yeah. of Springfield, Illinois. Springfield. <laughs> um, actually, from Riverton, but it's right outside of Springfield. Yeah, they call, uh, which it, is the they state call it Little capital. Springfield. Yeah, it's the state capital. Geography um, Or Riverton. Yeah, old Riverton. <laughs> uh, so, needless to say, next year, I'm going to go ahead and – Put this out put there. My, put my, my, my heart on my sleeve. Hey. Um, I would love to be invited to fantasy football. Well, let's decide right now who we can kick out. Why do you have to kick somebody out? Well, I heard Tyler didn't, hadn't paid yet. Ooh. We can sat, I? We sat with Robbie today at the company luncheon, so yeah. we know who's paid and who hasn't. Can I just take uh, over his team and procure his I uh, yeah, fantasy I'm, football? I'm fine with that. Probably filled with Panthers players, I'm going to assume. Because oh, Tyler. So maybe you don't want to. Yeah. All right. Well, at least we. I don't know where our listener. I don't know where the Jerem upfront listener base <laughs> is <laughs> demographically. <laughs> Can I just say that I'm so happy we don't have to hear all year about the Panthers going undefeated? Because <laughs> guess what? They're defeated. Yeah, They're they've defeated. already they've already started. <laughs> we we can stop now. Done. I would agree. Can't talk about it. Fly Eagles fly. So, Tony has to leave in two minutes. Do you think that you can do daring assumptions in two minutes? <laughs> Dare Let's me. Do this. Okay, so here's how daring assumptions work. Dun, da, da, da. Okay. Daring assumptions. Oh, my goodness. We're All so right. using these <coughs> the rest of the year. <laughs> yeah. So, here's how it works. So, you have to pick, pick one driver Kay. from the Camping World Truck Series, the Xfinity Series, and the NASCAR Spring Cup Series. Yes. However, there are rules. You cannot pick a Junior Motorsports driver, nor can you pick a Hendrick Motorsports driver. Okay. In the Xfinity series, you cannot pick a Gibbs series driver either. We've already we've already yeah. used up all of our Gibbs. Yeah, yeah, Gibbs yep, wins. Yep, 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 yep. Um, so, and this is also daring assumptions. So try and pick okay. somebody that you feel like would be the not the underdog, but if they won the race, okay, it would they would, be, it would, it would be, be a story. A, it would be a story. Okay, okay. Trucks. I'm ready. Trucks. I, I can I cannot pick Cole. No. <laughs> this is where we figured it would be a hard time for you. Uh, this is a hard time for me because I know, like, the, the six guys on the piece of paper in front of me. Right. Mm. And William Byron isn't really daring. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, Do you want me to get you an entry list? Yeah, give me an entry list. All right. So I'll go ahead and pick mine if you want me to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So I'm going to go with Christopher Bell. 
okay. on the truck series. Yeah. Um, he's been he's been so close to winning one that I feel like. Well, you he, know, he won. Who? Okay. He won earlier this year. I, know, I he won on the dirt. So so here's my dirt. question. This Did is he? this yeah. is who I pick. If you Chris pick Christopher Bell, how many KBM trucks are there? Uh, there's William, th- Christopher, and who? I, I believe that's Ky- it. Kyle's running this weekend because um, somebody else is running. Oh, his you know truck. who I pick? I pick Hemricks in that Kozlowski truck, right? Yes, 19. That's who I pick. I pick okay. Hemricks. I will say too, one thing that's really cool. Is T.J. Majors is a spotter? Is that correct? Yes, that yeah. is correct. Boom. Matt Tiffs is back this weekend. In that's the truck. who I'm I saw picking. that. That's awesome. Okay, okay that's so awesome. you're picking Matt Tiffs. I'm picking Matt Tiffs. The 11 he, truck. Did he? He tested or he, he tested Hickory. Hickory? Hickory, right? Yeah. He's tested a couple of times. Okay. Yeah. Um, and and from what I understand, it's been no issues at all, which is. Which is Good for amazing. him, man. I mean, it, it's again, hate to see him in one of them there Chinese motors. Yeah. But good to have him back. That's awesome. You never s- want to see a kid go through that. Yep. To go through it to come back, I feel like he's going to be super. It's good hungry. for the sport. We love those. We love those the young, feel goods. young guns. The feel goods. Feel good. All right. Sorry. So, what about the Infinity Series? <laughs> Daring. In Chicago. <laughs> 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 I feel like now would be can't the time for the Jeopardy theme music. Can't can't pick a uh, can't pick a Gibbs car and can't pick a JRM car. Correct. So so here's what I will pick, and and I don't want I don't want this to happen because I don't want him to gain momentum for the chase. But if there again back to my my kind of chase predictions, if there's a guy who can win besides a Gibbs car or JRM car, I think it's Ty Dillon. Okay. He he won last year. He's a uh, you know, I, I think he's hungry for it. Yep. Um, and again, they want momentum going into the chase, so I, I'll, I'll pick Ty Dillon. All right, I, agree. I, I actually that's a really, really good one. Uh, I'm gonna go with Paul Menard in the two. Oh, I like that. Yeah, I feel like I feel like I feel uh, like every week one of us picks the two, one of us picks the three, and somebody picks either the four or the nine from KBM. Yeah, I agree with that. Oh, uh, yeah, I mean, all the time. We're always hopeful. Yeah, we're, we're always, always yeah. We're And always Law of Averages says that at some point we're going to get it right. Le- let me give yeah. you my cup pick. Ready? Ready. Hold on real quick. She's got to give you her – she's got to give us her Xfinity series. I'm going to keep with the numbers, and I'm going to go 11 for Xfinity. All right. So, Blake Cook. Yep. All right. Kells Bells. It's All right. It's more daring Ready? than what you picked. Go ahead. <coughs> <laughs> this is what I think is going to happen. YRB, young Ryan Blaney, <laughs> he has to win to get in, right? He's already, no, no, he it's already over. No, he's already done. Oh yeah, that's right. Back to the drawing Sugar. board. <laughs> it's li- it's like but I, I still think it's that's like a good I choice. Do- I, it's like I don't work at NASCAR. Right. I like that Where man. Have you been? I like him. Um, can't pick a Hendrick car. <laughs> so statistically, every year in the chase, a um, every year in Chicago since the chase started, a chase driver has won. Is that correct? Correct. correct. So I, I, man. What if they postpone the chase for another week so that Blaney can <laughs> rise to the occasion? Well, I mean, I'm it going back to what I said earlier. I'm picking Kyle Larson. Oh, you just took my pick. That's okay. I, then. I think that, like I said, I think the pressure's off. He's in the chase. He's running well. He's got some momentum. I think that he's just gonna settle in, and and they're they're figuring their stuff out. They got they got both car. That's only a two car organization. They got both cars in. I think they're they're hammering down this week and gonna bring some good stuff to the track. Okay, well then I'm gonna go I'm gonna go opposite of you, and I'm gonna go with Jamie Murray. I'll go. Okay. I'll, I'll stay on the I'll stay on the CGR train, okay. and I feel like as good as they've been running as a as an organization, I think they got it in them. So since you took my pick of Kyle, I'll go with. Was that really your pick? Yeah. 
That's okay. No, I'm, ha- no, I'm, I'm happy with that. See, I'm I happy love when that, that happens. Yeah, that means it was a good pick. Exactly. Um, I'm going to go Kevin Harvick. Cool. Cool, cool, cool pick, but see, Kelsey. But see, this is what happens. I, I, I want to win Daring Assumptions one of these weeks. And Has so I anybody won Daring y- Assumptions? One time. So what week was it? When we were in Road America, Jonathan won Road America. Or no. no Justin I won, Road, won America. Road America. I won Trucks. Jonathan won Cup. Yeah. All three. Wow. Uh, yeah. So, so three we have that, that was it. Just again. the one. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So. Yeah. Well, so these assumptions really are daring, and yeah. and and we're we as an organization yeah. are terrible at them. It sounds like yeah, some okay. yeah, pretty right. much, yeah. Well, yeah. why do you have so many stipulations on them? You should let us pick well, Gibbs and well, because we because we would pick Kyle Bush every, every week, week. Xfinity. Yeah, yeah, I hear you. Every week yeah. we try we try here at, at Jeremiah up front to have yeah. some some class yeah. and uh, some yeah. some dignity. And we knew and if uh, Justin could pick every week, Justin would win every week. Yeah, I mean, I would pick myself. Justin no. would pick sure. his wee his self every week, so I mean, right. it would. Yeah. Oh. Okay. You said we self. We self. Yeah. Would I pick we self. Words are hard. Okay. Well, no, I mean, I feel like I'm a wee little me, lad, you know. Me, me fail English. <laughs> That's impossible. <laughs> me, me fail English. All right, so all three NASCAR touring series head to Chicagoland Speedway this weekend in Chicago, Illinois. Uh, the NASCAR Camping World Truck Series race, the American Ethanol E15 225 is going to be this Friday from on September 16th at 8.30 p.m. Eastern Time on Fox Sports 1. We've got Cole Custer in the numbers 00 Haas Automation Chevrolet. The NASCAR Xfinity Series race, the Drive for Safety 300, on September 17th at 3.30 p.m. Eastern Time on NBC. Uh, we've got Elliot Sadler in the number one, one main Chevrolet. We've got Justin Algar behind the wheel of the number seven, Let's Talk Food, Brandt Professional Agriculture Chevrolet. We've got Clint Boyer coming to us uh, in the number 88 Morton Building Chevrolet for Junior Motorsports. It's going to be his first time back in an Xfinity car since 2012. Um, The NASCAR Sprint Cup Series race, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 400, is September 18th at 2.30 p.m. Eastern Time on NBCSN. Uh, The number 88 Exalta Chevrolet is going to be driven by Alex Bowman this weekend. So be sure to tune in to NBCSN, NBC, and Fox Sports 1 this weekend for all coverage of anything NASCAR. All right. right. Well, thank you, Tony. I know we got to get you out of the studio here. Uh So thank you very much for filling in on short notice. I got to go raise my kids. That's a good thing. (laughs) Two of them. Two 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 young boys. Yeah. Yes. Cute young boys. (laughs) No, yeah. Cute you're in trouble. Babies. You don't gotta tell me. Yeah, you're in trouble. <laughs> I got a cute girl, so I'm yeah. in trouble too. What we didn't talk about is just uh, last. Was it last night, right? Yeah, last night. Last night we had our JRM family night yes. up here in Mooresville. Got to play some games with the kids. Everybody brought their families out. It was a really good time. It was awesome. And yeah, and, you know, for me, family goes so far with what I do as as you know a race car driver. Yeah, my family's involved. They're always there. My wife, my daughter, my, my parents, my in-laws, everybody's always at the racetrack. So to have an organization like here at Junior Motorsports that values family yeah. like they do and to have all the families out last night, all the little kids, it was – I mean, my daughter was playing with kids. She had no idea who they were. That's right. She didn't care. She just knew they were all having fun and yeah. winning lots of tickets. She won a ton of tickets. Uh, <laughs> it, it was it was amazing. It was awesome. And and the adults even had fun. Like Yeah. You know, normally you go to a kid's party and you're like, yeah, well, there's nothing for the adults to do. But – I mean, it was like everybody, yeah. everybody had a good time and great yeah. food. And now it was good. That's y- you're right. I I echo that sentiment. Yeah, it's it was great. Uh, time. That's one of the great things about Junior Motorsports: the family, 
I mean, heck, big, your whole family, family works here, so oh, I mean, stop it. Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> Edit that out. <laughs> no, no, we're keeping <laughs> that. <laughs> we're keeping that. Stop it. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Well, anyways, uh, as always, thank you again for coming on the show. Like we said. Hey, uh, thank you for coming on the show. Yes, absolutely. I'm glad to be on. Kels Bells, thanks for all you do. Thanks. Kelsey doesn't get enough credit for being producer extraordinary. Yeah, no, Kel, Kel, Kel's over here. She's got this <laughs> wide swath of responsibilities. You just, just don't like bit. saying Kelsey, do you? Kels, Kelsey? I don't that know how you pronounce it? Kel, Kelsey? Yeah, that one. Kelsey. I don't know where Kels Bells comes from because it's funny how, like, so many people will call me that that have no, like, Jeremy Clements, that's my name. Like, well, I may, it's, I don't think you talk to Jeremy Clements. Well, I'm the, I made it up. He clearly heard it. From you, naturally. Show. I feel right like now. though. I feel naturally. like though. Um, nicknames travel yeah. without you having to spread them. If it's a sticking nickname, then people just automatically know it. Yeah. yeah. Um. Yeah. Well, like that thing everybody in the garage calls you. Uh. Well, <laughs> that's <laughs> that's more of a derogatory slander versus derogatory slander. Well, anyways, uh, thank you for listening to another episode of JRM Upfront. Uh, as always, shoot us your questions, shoot us your messages. We want to know, you know, what's going on. Um, you know, we basically want to know what your thoughts are on the show. If you have questions, you know, all that fun stuff. So at Kelsey Tuck, at John Davis Inc., at J underscore Allgaier. I still got to get rid of that pesky underscore. What is your social media? At Tony Mayhoff. At Tony Mayhoff. Um, Hashtag Jerem up front at Dirty Mo Radio. At Junior Motorsports. At Junior Motorsports. <laughs> uh, anything that has a at a, at with at uh, Twitter. Just Twitter us. <laughs> at yeah, just Twitter. Twitter us. Um, please let us know what you want us to talk about, and we'll be on again next week. Hey, and, and everybody just relax. All right. Yes. Everybody just relax. <laughs> just enjoy life. Yeah. Take a chill pill. Take a Let's chill go. Pill. Hey, good luck in Chicago, man. Thank you. I'll be there. Let's crush it. Let's do it. S- sing us out. And Brent will be there with like. Are you really coming? Yeah, Yeah, man. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah, I've I've got – actually, uh, we'll have some buddies there. He's not coming to work. Oh, God. You're not going to work, Yeah, no, Chicago. I've never been to Chicago. Um, So me and some buddies are going – we we all fly on Thursday night. We're going to see the Cubbies on on Friday, (laughs) going to the racetrack Saturday, and uh, going to try and make our way home on Sunday. I'm sorry that you have to sit through a Cubs game. I love it. Get out of here. They're going to win the series this year. I'm a Yankees fan. Say about that what you will, but I'd love to see the Cubs win, man. So you I'm a Cardinals talking fan. About feel, feel good stories. I know, but uh, but I will I say get this: you, I get you. The Cardinals <laughs> have had a good round. If the Cubs do win it all, it will be great because then I don't have to hear about it. That yeah. every year is Cubs the Cubs year. However, the flip side of that is is that for the next hundred years they're going to talk about the one championship that they won. Well, like like Red Sox fans, right? They were right. they they were real terrible, and now they won, and so they're just as terrible, but they won. So. I will say this: I did go to um, to Fenway when we yeah. were up there, and I bought a. Um, it's basically like a, a, a combo T-shirt. It's a Red Sox T-shirt, but it's also uh, Big Poppy's last year. Oh yeah, that's cool. like a commemorative T-shirt. Yeah, yeah. So I'm like, you gotta buy one. When in Rome, right? You gotta buy one. When so <laughs> when in Rome, San Diego. Um. Anyways. All right. Again, well, thank you. We'll get Tony out of here to go pick up the kiddos. Sing us and, out. Uh, <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> you just really love singing, don't you? JRM up front, JRM up front, JRM up front. You've been listening to Junior Motorsports Up Front, brought to you by K1 Speed. 
to find a K1 Speed karting facility near you. Go to K1Speed.com. Thanks for listening to Dirty Mo' Radio. 